We are on location for this edition of Goldie's Podcast as Tom Streeter joins Sean Goldsworthy and myself, Pete Wagner, from Ike's here in Minnetonka, located off the corner of Highway 7 and 101. And by the way, uh, this is the closest establishment you have to Pagel Activity Center and the campus of the uh, Minnetonka High School. And if you haven't noticed, it's probably the best place to do the <clears throat> pregame and now post games for uh, for your hockey events. So make sure you stop in here. The vibe is amazing. We've got uh, we've got the 60 inch work in the fire. I'm warming up with that already as it is. It's just a great environment here. Great restaurant, great food, great service. Be sure to check out Ike's on the corner of Highway 7 and 101 here in Minnetonka. We also have to uh, mention Crossover. That's one of our uh, sponsors who builds solutions for smarter coaches and more efficient athletes. They have cutting-edge coaching relationships with a company that delivers full-game analysis, comprehensive statistics, and streamlined sharing tools to get you as a coach ready to get on your game and as a player. Check them out at Crossover.com. That's Crossover with a K for you, Tom Streeter, by the way. Uh, we're also presented by Cyber Sports. You can find them at CyberCo.com. Give Dave a call. Uh, Dave Allsocker is the owner of the company. They provide Under Armour apparel and merchandise for teams and businesses. So if you have corporate branding you want to get done, he's the guy to call. Give him a buzz at 612-296-7097. And his website is cyberco.com. You can dress like the pros in Under Armour. And Dave and his team are there to take care of your team with the best support product and delivery imaginable. That's cyberco.com. And also don't forget about our buddy Chris Bonvino at Gemini Athletic. We're the official jersey provider of Minnetonka Skippers. And they're a proud partner of Goldie's Podcast. Bonvino and his group have been at it for now 25 years. He's become a certifiable fossil. They take care of uh, college, junior, high school, and youth teams, uh, jersey and apparel. They'll take care of you for sure. Give Chris a call at 952-942-9611. Or if you're a surfer, go online and check him out, GeminiAthleticWear.com. Wow. I mean, when you're the skippers and you're the state champs, I mean, everybody wants to get on the, uh, well, they want to row the boat. Well, it's a fun time to be a part of our program, I guess. I thought he just totally, totally avoided the PJ Fleck <laughs> reference. That's great. So your club is three and zero, Sean. Off to a nice start. Uh, we talked about that weekend with St. Thomas Academy, Lakeville North, four one, four nothing there, and then of course uh, a big one with Grand Rapids, eight to one. And you know, one of the things you said before we started this uh, program is that uh, you're still working your way back to health. Yeah, you know, we got a couple guys that are nicked up. One's been out uh, with, with mono for a little bit here. So they're all returning kids, and um, that's typical of high school sports. You're going to be down a guy or two throughout the entire year, and uh, it'll be interesting when we get the full group together and how they kind of mesh and how the lines come together. But uh, you just got to be patient. In terms of uh, the opening weekend, a couple of nice wins against uh, a ranked team in St. Thomas Academy, 4-1 at the Bloomington Ice Garden, then Lakeville North the following day, a shutout. Uh, it's early in the year, you play back-to-back. Did you feel good about the way your kids responded to different types of games and what their conditioning was like? Yeah, I thought our compete level was real high uh, on the first weekend with St. Thomas and Lakeville North. And, you know, going back-to-back, we have not played for you know, roughly three or four weeks uh, that showed something with our kids. I thought, you know, we're, we're able to roll three and a half, four lines and three sets of Ds, so I think that certainly helped the first weekend to keep our pace high and how we want to play the game. So, uh, But, uh, you know, we were just 
trying to figure out a lot of the kids too. You know, 10 out of our 12 forwards are new to our program. Uh, they're highly skilled, but they haven't played together a lot. So we're trying to kind of piece them together on the right line combinations and kind of who's uh, going to the right spots at the right time. So uh, I thought the first weekend was a success, you know, holding two state cal- tournament caliber teams to about 10 or 12 shots in both nights. Uh, that just doesn't happen very often. So you got to reward the guys on the back end and how well we played team defense that night too. I'll score them by a combined 8-1. to one. You look at possibly the Section 1 AA and Section 3 AA champions there uh, in uh, Lakefield North and St. Thomas Academy. You mentioned being able to roll out three and a half to four lines. And, you know, this is a question. Um, you can plead the fifth if you want on this. But I notice a lot of coaches kind of fall in love with one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, three. Um, what is your philosophy as far as keeping everybody engaged in the lineup? Because you're unhealthy now. It's got to help that you can play all these guys. Yeah. What's your approach to, you know, as you get into the heart of the season with your lines and how much you play them? Well, if you're really talking about depth and you're talking about uh, development over the uh, the course of a season, you know, it's it's 17 weeks, so uh, you got to play kids. They're not going to develop if they don't play. So uh, we, we believe in it. Um, we don't force it. We have a lot of good players, and those kids all have, have earned their stripes. They get this opportunity, and we're going to play them. Um, part of uh, learning is failure. they got to get out there and make some mistakes, and then it's our, our job to correct them. So uh, by the end of the year, the, the beautiful thing about high school sports is everybody makes the playoffs at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, I know everyone gets all you know crazy about seedings and where you fall in the section and stuff, but the reality of it is got to win three games to go to state. you got to win three games at state to, to, to pull that off the next weekend. So um, if you're not deep, if you're not, you know, 20 guys deep on the varsity, you're going to have problems when March comes around. Your power play right now is at 33%. PK has been perfect. Talk on those. Well, we put a lot of time into our special teams, and it shows. You know, last year in the state tournament, I think we were 4 for 9 on the power play and 12 for 12 on the kill. So, uh, we're lucky. We, we do a lot of teaching on it. We spend a lot of time on it uh, daily. You know, probably put in a 15-20 minute segment every every day. So, and every kid in our lineup is uh, involved in one of the two special teams. Some kids are in both, but um, almost every kid is involved in some special teams, and that's kind of his his uh, you know extra effort. So. Um, you know, that doesn't surprise me, and I know I actually think our power play should be running a little bit higher than that, so I don't want to sound greedy because it is tough to score goals, but uh, we believe when it gets down to one goal games, specifically late in the third period, uh, special teams are going to carry you. Uh, absolutely, and your kids always have a clue, which is half the battle. When you look at the uh, output of this team, you know, both of your two big defensemen are right up there. Nine assists combined between Doctor and uh, Litke, that's you gotta like that it's coming from the back end well they move pucks they're really good at playing vertical and it allows our guys to stretch the ice and and get creative so you know josh and grant not only help our team play you know vertical and get north but more importantly they they add an extra element uh joining the rush too so they can give us that extra odd man rush and people got to be accountable for them because they can both finish and they feed off each other, so that's a good sign too. But you know, what I've been more impressed with Josh and Grant this year is their ability. They've taken on some pretty high-end kids uh, the first uh, three weekends. You know, Division One caliber kids, and they've just completely snuffed them out defensively. So they're buying in from the back end. Uh, our kids are doing a good job with that. Obviously, uh, we feel like we're well coached back there. Coach, you know, Jack Hillen does a wonderful job with those kids, and and they understand how to how to play the game from the back end first. Speaking of the other end of that, uh, as a team as a whole, 
You, know, you look at your numbers. Is it true you've only allowed 35 shots against in three games? Is that accurate? Oh, I don't know how accurate it is, but it felt like it. Um, we had the, puck, the yeah, I guess yeah. it's probably pretty close. But we've we've had the puck quite a bit, and uh, our guys don't seem to cheat it right now. They're they're buying in as a five man defensive unit on on both ends of the rink. So, you know, we're we're doing a good job in the forecheck. We're 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 coming back hard to the to our zone, and and we're certainly not taking any shifts off in our zone. And and when you play that way, and as a five man unit, and we're pretty deep on the back end, and then you turn around and have Charlie Glockner there when you make a mistake. Uh, we're we're going to be tough to score on, I think, all year. Depth. You have 14 players with one or more points. You have a bunch of players with 6, 5, and 4. <laughs> I mean, th- this team is appearing to be in the early going very well balanced, and, and that has to allow you the ability to look at things. Are you going to move guys around, or what's your approach on that? You know, some people just say, this is my group, and I'm going with these lines, or, I mean, and I don't want to get into a line fest, but do you leave yourself open to that potential? Well, we have some new faces up there that are pretty high-skilled, but we haven't really seen them play much, so uh, our staff is still trying to get acquainted with their strengths and how to put them in the success positions, so um, you know, last year I think was uh, an anomaly, um, Low height and Molinar hit it off right away. They've been playing together since they were eight years old. Yeah. And Bayless and Brink have been playing together for a long time. So you're really just piecing together a complementary spot on on those two lines. And then we had a awesome senior, you know, line that was together for a long time as well. So I think last year was kind of the uh, the abnormal experience on keeping lines together. But we will probably pair kids together and then move a third piece around from time to time. I think it keeps it fresh. I think mm-hmm. the kids enjoy that too and it allows to keep good balance and then we also got to look at matchups on certain teams too you know our schedule is loaded with a lot of really high caliber teams but also with some really high dynamic uh, kids on uh, on the front end and back end as well so we got to be accountable for those kids and certain guys play a different style for us so we'll 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 piece it together, but we believe in balance. I don't think that's going to change. Uh, we have some guys that can finish uh, up front, but uh, we're not going to just turn us into a one-line game. That's that's not how we operate here. Uh, affords you a lot of flexibility. Schedule this week. You've got St. Louis Park on Thursday. We'll have that on mnhockey.tv as well. Uh, Duluth Marshall uh, coming up on Saturday the 8th, uh, which, by the way, tip of the cap, Brendan Flaherty, cancer-free. That's really awesome. Yeah, I uh, had a chance to talk to Chris Marinucci uh, last weekend when he was down from Grand Rapids, and it sounds like uh, Brennan got good uh, prognosis on that, mm-hmm. that he's cancer-free right now, and he's still recovering from you know, going through that whole bout. So our prayers have been with Brennan. He's a great guy. Um, hopefully we'll see him this weekend coming down with the team. I'm not so certain if that's the case or not, but if he is, we'd, we'd love to hang out. Open arms for sure. St. Louis Park, interesting. They were really scrappy and talented and good last year. Uh, their youth program has really made a nice turn for for the favorable. What do you expect out of that game on Thursday? Well, Andy Sackerson does a good job with them, so they they were. Uh, I don't know if they were, you know, uh, overlooked last year or not. We certainly didn't, but they played us really tough last year at our place. Like and seven four. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they got up and down. They didn't. They didn't shy away from us. They certainly didn't pack it in and. and and try to turn it into a one-goal game. They they played with us. They skated with us. So I like that. You know, Andy lets them play and gets them up and down the ice. And 
they're going to compete. Um, uh, they've been a lot better uh, from what I know. Last year, I think they were a little bit older, so they had some senior kids that had been there for a couple of years and, and played together and had success together. So I haven't really looked at, you know, as I told Andy when I saw him the other day, our eyes right now are totally internal. Um, we're just trying to figure out what we got. Um, but we're anticipating a good game over there, and, and I would imagine the same thing with uh, Duluth Marshall on Saturday. Goldie, let's get it on. It's going to be a great week. It's always fun to play high school hockey. Indeed. That's Goalie's podcast. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back with another action-packed edition in a couple of weeks. So long, everybody.